welcome to this Bioforum podcast. I'm joined by Colm Murphy, VP Global Environment, Health and Safety at Ipsen. Colm, thank you for talking to me today. Sustainability for any organisation is now mission critical, moving from future-based commitments to practical action. How is your organisation connecting corporate strategy with operational execution? No, thanks for having me, Antonetta. It's an absolute pleasure. But I think it's a very important question. Um, but and I think I have it a little bit easier than most um, because I think for for us in Ipsen, connecting corporate strategy with frontline execution is not a huge issue at the moment because I have two primary advantages. Firstly, I have a CEO who is really passionate and challenging around sustainability. This really ensures a kind of trickle down impact on people's level of engagement and involvement. Secondly is Ipsen size. You know, we're relatively small, which ensures that the organizational distance between a corporate strategy and rubber hitting road is a lot smaller and less complex. So how does this translate into operational execution? Well, it certainly requires a lot less drive from my team to initiate projects. Now that might seem strange, but let me give you a couple of examples. <laughs> um, our Fleet for Future project, for example, the procurement team were looking to drive savings in our fleet by consolidating the number of partners and manufacturers at a very early stage before any project was formally initiated or cross-functional team established senior leaders in procurement and an executive level were insisting that the scope include electrification of the fleet. So electrification was established as, as an objective before I even knew the project existed, which is great. Uh, we have a green IT project, 100% initiated by the IT team. They came to us to help them understand where they could get started, um, but they were the driving force behind it. And lastly, I'll refer to our supply chain team. You know, they also took the initiative and came to us with a proposal to make climate change one of their function strategic pillars and seek out our input on data and impacts. Um, and we're seeing this across the board, you know, where in the past my team only had capacity to focus on a few priority projects, functions are now pulling on us to support their projects. And this has led to a significant acceleration of activity. So what are the biggest challenges you face as a sustainability leader? The biggest challenges I face in sustainability really is a sense of urgency, right? And I don't mean within the business, I mean more generally in society. We have five to seven years to keep a one and a half degree world within reach. And there's no real sense of urgency in society to make the necessary changes. You know, we see a lot when engaging with some suppliers where they don't understand our urgency, nor do they see the value in accelerating their de decarbonization. Now, we have a very clear view of what it will take to deliver one and a half degree aligned reductions. Unfortunately, global availability and maturity of certain solutions is holding us back. We still have locations where availability of basic recycling and renewable energy infrastructure is limited. So thinking about sustainability, what or who inspires you and why? <laughs> my kids inspire me. Now, they're not yet at that age where they're complaining about my behaviours or, or advocating for more action at home. 
I'm motivated by the thought of the world they will inherit or the world they will experience when they're my age. Things like coffee and chocolate may not be available to them as they are to us today. The things like, you know, the Great Barrier Reef and the amazing wildlife that you and I may well have taken for granted all of our lives, you know, by that time, they'll just be pictures in history books and characters in children's storybooks. Um, so again, that that's saddening. That's that, you know, I grew up in Ireland, rural Ireland, where nature was all around me. And to think that my kids may not have that is is sobering. And who are the, your key stakeholders and how do you keep them engaged? I already spoke of my CEO on the board. Now, we have regular meetings on progress and they are very much involved in our strategy development and deployment processes. Now, in many ways, with the extent of the pull from them for, for information and vision, that's easy. Our investors are another key stakeholder group. When I worked in the food industry, ambition was driven by the customers whose demands for more sustainability would have gotten louder and louder every year. Now, biotech and pharma are different. Um, it's a rare patient that denies themselves care because of a company's sustainability performance. So for this industry, it is often the voice of the investors and the banks that have helped transform expectations and ambition levels across the industry. So the, now within Ipsen, the cross-functional ES, ESG, Environment, Social and Governance working group includes our investor relations team. And that really highlights the role they have within ESG. And it ensures that we work closely with them to support those conversations externally and to meet those external expectations. And if you could make one change that would make the greatest contribution to the development of a sustainable biologics industry, what would it be? I'm going to mention three, but I'll only talk about one. <laughs> so for me, what's really key for our industry is focus on what truly matters. You know, we need to change that kind of not made here mindset that seems to be across our industry and the pace of change needs to increase quite a bit as well. So now they're all related in a way, <laughs> but I've come from the food industry that has been dealing with farm to fork sustainability challenges for over a decade or more. The conversations I'm having now within pharma and biotech peers are the same conversations I, were ha I was having within the food industry 10 years ago. Yet it feels like we're trying to reinvent the wheel rather than learn from those who have trodden this path before us. Now that may be an unfair characterization for some in our industry, because I know we have some great leaders in our industry, but it is a cultural barrier we'll need to address across the industry to accelerate our impact more. And what do you hope to achieve working with Bioforum Sustainability? For me, collaboration is key. Our industry's biggest sustainability challenges are, within our, are not within our own operations, but within our supply chains. I think everyone accepts that. And, you know, by and large, we're working with the same or similar suppliers and customers. So having such a multitude of standards, expectations, processes, questionnaires, platforms, whatever, you know, when everyone is trying to do their own thing because they think they know it better than everyone else, it will make it impossible for our value chain to truly partner with us for meaningful change. It's just, it's too complex. 
it is through collaborations like Bioform Sustainability that we can focus on the biggest issues, simplify our approaches, and maximize our impact and the pace of that impact to make that real change for those future generations. Well, that's great. Thank you, Colm. Bioforum Sustainability is enabling companies like Ipsen to collaborate, build benchmarks and toolkits and work to identify the technology that will meet the challenges to advance progress against several sustainable development goals. If your company would like to join the conversation, you can contact us by emailing info at bioforum.com.